Daily Draft Report. Set your DDR to record now. All right, good morning, everybody. It's Friday, which means it's another Friday face-off. First off, this is the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus Canton. Be sure to check out our entire family of podcasts, including the Hero Running Back shows with, with Noah Hills. Today is, is an awesome one. He breaks down Mar- Marshall's Rashid Ali. It's just a quick breakdown of one college running back. He just throws you a whole bunch of analytics and, and deep stuff all in like 15, 20 minutes. It's a great listen. So tonight, I'm super excited for this face-off. My, my caster, Troy, tonight is Kevin Coleman from the football, go- football Guys, and you may know him as one of the hosts of the Debbie Royale. How you doing, Kevin? Hey, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here uh, and, you know, just can talk about a little bit of uh, some of the guys I really like. I'm glad you invited me on this one. Oh, absolutely, man. Um, am I the only one who, every time I hear Debbie Royale, I want to throw with cheese on the end of it, though? I, I kind of wonder if I'm the only one who does that, so... Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's hard, you know how hard it is to find a name out here. It's, it it's, is. It's, well with us. <laughs> it's a great name for you guys and, and the, the theme of poker and all that. It, it's perfect, but I just can't from, you know, Pulp Fiction. I can't stop. You know, whenever I see it, I want to throw wood cheese on the end of it for some reason. So. <laughs> all right. Tonight we're going to go off. We're going to go over the top three running wide receivers. This is the toughest face off yet. I think the running, the quarterback one was, was kind of uh you know, I think everybody's pretty much in the in the Malik Willis boat, even if he's not the quarterback one, you know. And then Brees Hall was pretty much a consensus. But this one's wide open. I yeah. mean, Garrett Wilson, Drake London, Traylon Burks. I mean, you could even throw a couple other names in there if you want to get spicy. But we're just going to focus on these three tonight. So, Kevin, um, make your case. What? Is, why should Garrett Wilson be the wide receiver one? You know, if I'm, if I'm talking about Garrett, I'm talking about his, his 40 time and, and what he did at the combine. 4-3-8, vertical 36. He did everything he needed to do in that. Uh, overall, I mean, he's just been efficient in college. He's polished. He's ready to go. I think that he can create separation. He's consistent to separate on deep outs and especially on those type of ways. He, he has play strength that you like to see. Instant acceleration, I like in his profile. I, he's pretty much the most pro ready guy out of these guys. And I know, and that's how I looked at him too. And I've always talked about him being, he was always a wide receiver too. Now, can he escalate that self and get himself to that wide receiver one? I think that's what we have to see from him. And I think that's kind of like the nerve wracking things that we talk about him. I think he has all the traits to be a wide receiver too. So when you're looking at it from that, you know, from that aspect, I do think that he has maybe a limited more upside than the other guys, but he's ready to go and he can step in. I think he can be the wide receiver one next year. Right. Yeah. I love, I love how polished he is. I, think, I heard somebody today, I don't remember which podcast I listened to, said that they thought Garrett Wilson did a lot of flailing around. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, I, I have no, like, I, I've never heard of that before. Like, I, I've never noticed it, I guess. But I mean, that that Ohio State offense is just, it's just stupid. You know, and the fact that he did what he did in that offense. And he's just, he's, he's like you said, he's very polished. I feel like he's definitely the most reliable one of these three. Yes. And the one that will, you know, I think this class, we, we don't have the chase of this year. We don't have a chase this year. We don't have, you know, but we've got three really damn good wide receivers that should be at worst wide receiver twos. So, all right. Is there a case for Drake London being wide receiver one? Well, it's crazy. Uh, we, we're starting to hear this talk now, and I've been seeing it in draft circles about how maybe you're going wide receiver one. Right. I wish, 
I wish he would have had his pro day yesterday. I know it got moved to Tuesday because I know it got moved to next week. So I really want to see what he ran. I think that's going to be the kicker. Like, can't, where can he kind of jump into in terms of like the four or five? Where is he going to be at? If he could do that at six four two nineteen, I think he realistically could. I mean, he can play on the inside now. I do think he's more of an inside guy. But if he can go on the outside and he can show that work with that speed on the outside, then you're talking about wide receiver one. Goes up and gets the ball, scores touchdowns, does those type of things, meets contested throws. Like, that would be his ideal ceiling. If he can get that, if he tests well at the combine, does those type of things, gets up in space, and he lands himself. Imagine if he went to the Packers. Imagine if he went to some team where he's going to be that wide receiver one option. Now you're talking about a legit fantasy wide receiver one guy. Right. Yeah. It's weird how he kind of, I felt like he came out of nowhere. I think everybody knew he was a good wide receiver and then you saw his numbers and then over through the off season, the buzz has just been kind of building. And then I think I had a couple of weeks ago, I went over Kuiper's uh, mock draft and he had him going like 10 to the Jets as the first wide yeah. receiver off the board. I'm like, Whoa, hold on a second here. Like, like <laughs> he's not the number 10 player in the, in, in the draft. Come on now. So for me, I like what you said a lot about him, but I do worry a little bit about, how much they got him the ball close to the line of scrimmage. They didn't make him be an outside X type of receiver. And at that size, you think that's where he'd excel, but they pushed him inside a lot and he took a lot of, a lot of screens, a lot of manufactured touches. So I'd like to see him be a little bit more of a well-rounded wide receiver. I think it's there though. I mean, I, I do think it's, it's possible, but I didn't see a lot of it in, in college. So, And then the third guy in the, in the trio, Traylon Burks was, my wide receiver one for the longest time. I mean, for, <laughs> for years, it felt like, and he just seems like he is just getting shoved down the board farther and farther as this off season process, partially because of a bad combine, but do you, is there still a case for him being the wide receiver one? Yeah. Let, well, let's address the bad combine thing. Like I think it was only a bad combine. If you went into it thinking he was going to have these ultra athleticism, numbers coming out like and I don't think I did I, I personally this is a, what his combine was is what I thought he was like I didn't think of like his number right. where he ran 455 is about what I figured like we've watched him play in college a lot like I, to me I thought the numbers were actually equal what I saw from him so like for me he didn't go down he's about where he was at no matter what he's in that wide receiver three range for me in terms of like overall now will he go to wide receiver one I, I mean the dude is my monster. Like when you're looking at the six six two two twenty five, I wish he was a little taller. I know he lost some height from the Arkansas stuff, but at two twenty five, if he can play at two twenty five and four five and get up and go, and if you're looking at that acceleration, he runs down the field. He's a downhill runner when he gets the ball. If they get him in different ways, I do think, and you, and you know this too, that offense did not do him any favors in terms of scheme, and right. so he's a little raw. So when you're looking at what he's going to have to do, I think he's going to have to come in and get get, get coached a little bit, but he's going to have high volume, three-level target type guy. Like he's going to be able to go get it. If he can do that, then yes, he could be wide receiver one. And I think the separation, I think worries guys sometimes, but I, I'm a little less concerned about that with him because I do think it's like that analogy with, with Burks. It's who are you going to take? There's two guys running the first base. One guy runs with the perfect form. The other guy doesn't have perfect form, but they get there at the same time. You take the guy with no perfect form the, because he, you can train him and teach him. He'll be there faster. To me, that's Burks. Like if you can get him in the right system, you coach him right, you can really, really excel in a scheme. Right. Yeah, I, I love a lot of, like you said, that offense did nothing for him. And I, I think the the speed thing was, like you said, it was kind of expected. I think my very first DDR, one of my first ones, I, I did Traylon Burks, and I accidentally made this video 
public. So it was on YouTube. I had said four or five, and, and I was getting roasted in the comments. Like, he's going to run a four or three. No. He's going to run sub four. I'm like, no, he does what he doesn't need to. He's got those long legs. He can cover ground. Yes. <laughs> like, you you see the speed on, on the game, Dave. He can cover ground. I, I'd not worry about he could have run a four six five, and I'd have been like, "Hey, he's still okay. He can he can still cover a lot of ground." And what he does with his physicality is just—I mean, he's probably the one who's got the closest to wide, like true wide receiver one upside. But he's also got the capability of being—I think I've heard of called Dwayne Bow. Like, oh my gosh, let's let's not go that far. But like, I mean, I think the reality is all these guys that we're talking about. I mean. They all have, you know, London was injured. Traylon Burks, athleticism mm-hmm. was maybe there. What is Garrett Wilson's ceiling? Like, I think that, and even to your point with Drake London, the biggest thing I worried about, like, and you brought it up too, is can he play on the outside? I know he can play inside, but he's a big inside slot receiver. Will he have that speed? And that's why his, wherever you're listening to this, if it's before his 40, before his, his pro day, that means a lot. His run's going to cost him money or he's going to earn millions of dollars because it depends on what he runs at that 40. And I know everybody says don't test the 40. It matters. It matters in the NFL circles, and they're going to get to matters for draft capital. So, like, if he can test really well, I mean, there's some people that are going to put London at number one, and I understand it. I, I, I actually do understand if you're if he tests yeah. well, you can put him there. All right, and before we go into who's your wide receiver one, is there anybody else you think that has a legitimate shot at being? You know, when you're looking at just the top guys, I think those three are those three are in there. I love Jamison Williams. I'm a big Jamison Williams guy because I think that speed translates really well. I wouldn't it wouldn't shock me to see him get into that one category either. But out of all the other guys, I think Jamison has the the most realistic shot just because I think his route running is a lot better than people give him credit for. I think he can manipulate his hips very well. He gets low. He understands his route tree. You saw what he did at Alabama last year. He was one of the right. best producers of college football. He transformed that program. He's a game changer on the field. So if you want a game changer, similar to a la Waddle and those guys that can maybe take that next step, I think Jamison could put himself in that conversation. You're not worried about the weight of 179? Nah. I mean, I mean, not anymore with the way the NFL <laughs> is. Like, I really right. – I'm just not. Right. Like, I, I think I think it used to be like that. I think if he can get into that – you know, if he's at 180, whatever, 179 is not that bad. It, and it, with his projected 40, I mean, realistically, he could have ran a 435, 432. Um, and, mm-hmm. again, but yeah. I think that it really matters. And, that, and it's a cop-out. But landing spot is going to be really ideal for these wide receivers. Where are these guys going to go? Oh, Definitely. If 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 the Packers take you know London, but then you have Jameson goes to the Jets, like where are you going to go in terms of where these guys go? Um, and I think that really matters in terms of fantasy production. I think they're all going to be. I think they all can be good. But if we're talking fantasy, then you got to look for the guy that's going to get the volume and get their targets, right? And if they're going to get the targets, then that's where I'm going to go. Right. You could almost put a caveat on this. Whichever, whatever ends up in Kansas City and Green Bay, <laughs> <laughs> that that's the winner. <laughs> so. I, I was just worried you were going to say uh, Sky Moore and Christian Williams had gotten to you enough. No, 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 no. no. I'm not. <laughs> I, am, I am not there. I am not my co-host, Christian. Um, I'm, I'm not there yet. But I do think their values. But no, I, oh, to yeah. me, it's those four. I mean, if you're, you're mm-hmm. going to circumvent the area, I think they can definitely be in there. I'm not a Dotson guy in terms of like that no, high. Neither. I see some guys that are high on him. I have a trouble taking Penn State wide receivers. I'll be honest. <laughs> All right, so. Face off. Who is your wide receiver one? It's Garrett Wilson to me. And it's been Garrett Wilson in this whole process. I've been a wide receiver one Garrett Wilson fan for pretty much this entire been 
last year, year, two years. Uh, I think that he's the most pro ready. I think that he's the best route runner. I think that he can excel and create separation. I, I, to me, he's a Garrett Wilson, no matter what he goes. I know I was talking about the landing spot. I get that, but I don't see a lot of spots. I hate for him in terms of where he goes, even with the jets, if he goes to these places, I think that he could excel. Um, and to me, he's the safest pick in this in this area. So I do know the other guys are going to be boom or bust in terms of like maybe he'll head over that potential. But I still think Garrett Wilson's talent's wide receiver one. I keep seeing. I know you're a Cowboys fan. I keep seeing Burks to the Cowboys. Is that the dumbest thing you've ever heard? You know, or... it's not as dumb as you think, Dwight. The Cowboys, <laughs> the Cowboys are dumb, and you know if we're, if we're talking about the Cowboys right now. They're going to go wide receiver, and they they Alave's been there, London's been there, and Burks has been there, and I think if one of those is on the board, they are going to go wide receiver. Good. So then, what do we do with that? Because now you have Lamb, you have Gallup, you're going to have Schultz, kind of that same situation, and that's going to hurt one of those guys if they go there, in my opinion. Oh yeah, that's why if Burks does go there, I'm I'm knocking him down quite a bit because yeah. I, I think I like CD more. Um, yeah, I think I do. I, I, I've always thought he has the upside to be a wide receiver one, like the wide receiver one even. So, yeah, I, I like CD a lot. So that would kind of ding Burks down quite a bit for me. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you very much for coming on, man. It's always fun to talk to you. Tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and what you're working on, man. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Boys underscore 22. And, you know, currently we have our Debbie Royale. Uh, we have the Manifesto, which has a bunch of good content on there. If you like Debbie, rookie content, we have like over 165 pages right now of just information. It looks nice. Christian does that. I don't I don't mess around with that. Uh, great information there. Our rankings, our, our uh, everything there. And then also you can find me other fantasy work at Football Guys. I have a couple articles up there already. I just started a few weeks ago. So um, if, you, if you check it out, I appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. You can find me on Twitter at FF People's Champ. This podcast, Daily Draft RPRT. Wrapping it up a couple weeks till the draft. But we got to go back because we got two feisty wives ready, ready to get us. So we will talk to you guys.